0: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Rust Belt Rivals. I am Tennessee Titans fan, Nick Angelo. (laughs) All right, look, listen, folks, I'm not here to cheer for another team's misery. And just because they lost, I'm not going to be super excited and happy throughout this entire show. But for now, suck it, Ravens. Okay, I got that out of my system. Uh, so how's everybody doing? I'm doing well. The Ravens lost and look, listen, I just want to get this out of the way. Everybody knows how I, and Simon, I feel about the Ravens. We were not rooting for them, but they were the best team throughout the year. Uh, they deserved everything they got and they, they lost. They were rusty. The league MVP didn't look like the league MVP. I'm not going to sit here and say Lamar Jackson stinks. And I told you so. And I'm right because I'm not, it was just one game. I think it has everything to show that when you rest your starters in week seventeen and you get a bye week, you come out and you're gonna be rusty. I mean that's just how it is. Uh, but I think we gotta give credit to Tennessee. Mike Rabel and the and the Titans defense, they put out a blueprint on how to stop that offense. So good for them. They won the game. Let's let's not just, you know, dwell on the fact that the Ravens lost and they didn't look great. Tennessee won the game. So hats off to them they deserve the win. I obviously am going to be cheering against the Ravens. You know that Uh, Simon's obviously going to be cheering against the Ravens. You know that, but in all seriousness, the Titans won that game and they deserve to be going to the AFC championship game. Now, if I'm a Ravens fan though, and tell me if I'm wrong, that coaching was horrendous. I mean, hardball, this is what happens kids. This is what happens boys and girls. When you Go too deep into analytics and you just read that piece of paper. And, oh, this piece of paper says I need to go for it. Oh, I have to go for it because it says so right here on this piece of paper. Read the room, bro. How are you? What are you? What were you thinking? What were you? What were you? You have the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL. Take those points. Take those three crucial points. But, no, you're going to go for it because it says so on your piece of paper. You know? That costed you the game, and you get what you deserve. But, you know, like I said, the Ravens were the best team pretty much wire to wire. They they came out rusty, and they ran into a hot buzzsaw that is Tennessee Titans. So good for the Titans. They deserve the win. Uh, if you're a Ravens fan, you should be upset with your coaching uh, because I thought that was a pretty bad call on his part, on Harbaugh's uh, part. But let's get into coaching. Uh, a lot of things going on as, you know – a through line all season, Simon and I were talking about bad coaching, and it got so bad in Cleveland that they got rid of Freddie Kitchens after one year. Who did they get? They just hired Kevin Stefanski, the offensive coordinator from the Vikings, and Simon says he likes it. He's a fan of it. He uh, was kind of hoping that he was going to be the coach last year. To be honest with you, uh, he said he said this multiple times throughout the season on this on this episode on on these episodes that. Stefanski was the runner up last year and that he you know ironically enough is a analytics guy and that he's going to he's going to come in and he's going to do what DiPodesto wanted him to do from the get go. So Simon's a fan of that. He's a big fan of the hire. He likes the idea that they took their time. You know they didn't rush into anything. They didn't have to stop the bleeding. They took their time. They got the guy they wanted. They were familiar with him from last year. Uh, So he he's going to come in and he's going to hopefully for Browns fans do what he did in Minnesota. I mean, that offense out there uh, in Viking land looked great. You know, I mean, Kirk Cousins looked like a Pro Bowl quarterback Two good receivers. I think they got better ones in Cleveland. You know, Diggs and Thielen are good, but I'll take Beckham and um, uh, Landry any day of the week over them, too. And Nick Chubb is a I mean is a better running back than Delvin cook. It could be argued, but I'd take the offensive weapons in Cleveland than I would in Minnesota. And I think Stefanski is going to do for Baker, what he did with Kirk cousins and you know, Browns fans are excited about it. But then again, they were excited last year when they got Freddie kitchens. So we see how that turned out, but no, that's going to be good. They, They do a zone blocking scheme. They do a lot of play action, which with, with Nick Chubb, that's what you should be doing all the time. Uh, So Cleveland, once again, heading into Valentine's Day, has all the confidence in the world in their team. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see like we do every year with them. Uh, So, you know, you know, good for them. I hope I hope it works out for Simon's sake, just so I don't have to stare at his pouty face for another season next year. But no, he's happy. He's happy for the with the hire and uh, he's excited. So good for them. They got they got their guy. And I, I, think it's, I think it's a good hire, too, to be honest with you. I think it's a good hire. Uh, they didn't hire uh, Bill Cower, but fear not. He is still heading to Ohio. Bill Cower got inducted to the Hall of Fame, which is great because, as you know, if Bill Cower ever got hired as a Cleveland Browns coach, I would have to get a tattoo of the Brownie Elf somewhere as a bet I've made with Simon. But congratulations, coach. I don't think that one is a surprise at all uh Bill Cowher was a fantastic coach he you know that was a yeah I mean that's a no-brainer that he get he gets into the hall uh, I liked I liked how CBS kind of surprised him too where they have Emerald come out there and surprise him with the with the with the nod that was really nice his family there waiting uh you know Bill Cowher's wife is a rapper by the way did you guys know that I can't hear something be like Grand B Grandmaster B I don't know that was I don't know I don't know what her name is but she's a rapper that's a you guys look into that that's actually kind of funny but no but in serious that was cool and I know it wasn't Emerald. guys calm down it was that's a joke relax I know whatever uh but that was cool I, I liked that they did that for him I felt I, I got teary-eyed you know watched Bill Cowher my that was my that's been my coach you know I was a little too young for Chuck Noll uh Tomlin's the next generation I grew up watching Bill Cowher getting Greg Lloyd's face so it was nice. It was nice to see him get the nod. And uh, Donnie Shell also getting into the Hall of Fame, which is surprising because I think there's another Steeler safety that's more deserving. But, you know, we'll wait until next year before I start pulling out my hair over Troy Polamalu's nod to the Hall. But congratulations, Cower, heading to Canton, Ohio. Fantastic. Uh, what else is going on? Some other guys uh, retiring. Uh, Luke Keekley just retired. You know, he's he's been a phenomenal linebacker. He's been, he's been one of the consistently best linebackers in the league and still I don't think he gets enough credit, but he's calling it quits. Larry Fitzgerald, not calling it quits is going to return for us. Did I read that right? 17th season uh, in Arizona. I didn't read that. That's gotta be r- the wrong number, right? Where's my stats? Charlie to step boys 17. That can't be right. Uh, and in a surprise in the, the most shocking news of all is Antonio Gates, prior, uh, retired and I had no idea he was still in the league. Didn't he retire four, four years ago? What he he was still in the league? Antonio Gates with the with the Chargers still in the league. Oh, how about that? Well, he finally called it quits. Another one, another great, another great career out there, and mostly in San Diego. Uh, but it was it's kind of funny to me that Antonio Gates retired the day after Randy Moss's son won a national championship in college football. Randy Moss had a son in the college football championship game, and I just like, wow, am I old? Holy smokes. His son is playing college ball. Anyways, uh, did you watch that game? Can we talk about college football for just a second? Uh, Look, folks, I have made it abundantly clear throughout the tenure of this podcast that I don't know shit about quarterbacks. But Joe Burrow looks like the best college quarterback I've seen in years that kid is legit that arm strength his accuracy and what he can do with his legs oh I tell you what as a Steelers fan I can only hope that the bengals bangle their draft pick and don't pick him I hope to I mean, take chase young or something because i I am terrified. To have to play Joe Burrow two times a year, I mean, I look—he's not going to just, you know, make this team playoff contenders overnight. They're going to need some weapons, but they got some weapons. You know, Joe Burrow comes in, AJ Green, Joe Mixon, you know, some of the, uh, Tyler Boyd, John Ross stays healthy. Next thing you know, all of a sudden, the Cincinnati Bengals are an uh, offensive juggernaut. But once again, what the hell do I know about quarterbacks? You know, I I, I can't get it. I can't get it right. But Joe Burrow looks like a almost a sure bet. You know, there's no such thing as a surefire thing in the NFL with quarterbacks. But he's the closest I've seen. You know, I've always had Kyler Murray as like, well, I don't know if he's going to translate well to the pro game. But Joe Burrow looks ready to be Pro Bowl cal- caliber quarter- quarterback. Better than Sam Darnold ever looked. Uh, better than Baker Mayfield ever looked, if you ask me. Joe Burrow lightened the world on fire. In college ball, and uh, I just Bengals fans, if you're listening, you should be excited. And I hope that you complete. I hope something happens in the combine where some uh, some linebacker gets, you know, runs a four 40 and all of a sudden everyone freaks out over him, and then Burrow goes somewhere else. But I I don't think that's going to happen. So buckle in, folks. The AFC North is going to be quite the 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 offensive juggernauts with Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Uh, Baker Mayfield in whoever the hell is going to go out there for my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. But let's get into pa- this past weekend's games. Uh, they were they were fun to watch. Uh, we already kind of talked on the 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 uh, what am I saying here? The Ravens Titans game. The Titans deserve to win that game. Hats off to them. Well deserving. Derrick Henry looks like a beast. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. That story's great. Uh, but the other game, who who do we have? The Texans and the Chiefs. Wow. I'll tell you what, it's a good thing the Texans jumped out to a 24-0 lead, or that would have been a blowout, huh? Wow. Uh, speaking of bad coaching, Bill O'Brien should have been fired on the spot. What is he doing? You're up 24-0 on the road, and you're going to – you have a chance to it's – the, it's the exact opposite of what Harbaugh did in Baltimore. It, it, you have a chance to just basically hit him with a knockout punch. It's fourth in inches. Hurry up and snap the ball. You have the Sean Watson to sneak it and then just keep keep the foot on the gas. But no, they let the play clock go all the way down. They call a timeout. Then they trot the field goal unit out on the field. And then that just gave them life. And then and then the following possession, they're gonna fake punt. What are you doing? Why in God's name would you do you're in your own part of the field and you're going to fake the punt? That's just dumb. That's you trying to be our hero coach. You gave them all the momentum in the world. That's what they needed. That's the splash play that the Chiefs needed to start the comeback. And then not only did they start the comeback, they worked your ass. They whipped the Houston Texans for the rest of that game after that punt. So Bill O'Brien, I don't know how you still have a job. I know that you win the division, but you, I don't know. I can't imagine. And look, and I, I, I'm a Penn State guy. Bill O'Brien did a lot for me, stopped the bleeding out there. So I don't hate the guy as a man, but as a coach, he does not do a very good job, and he he solely cost the Texans that game. He just, fake punt in your own, what are you doing? What are you doing? Does anybody disagree with me? Does any, can you please at me on Twitter or on Instagram or you know send me a piece of mail? I don't tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me that you disagree and you thought that that was a good call that he should have faked that punt. I, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting for your ats. But whatever, uh, Kansas City look tough. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to put that kind of offense together against Tennessee, but it should be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. We'll get into. That in a minute, uh, let's talk about the NFC. Uh, wh- wh- who do we have? We had Green Bay, Seattle. Man, give credit all credit uh, goes out to Russ in Seattle. You just cannot put that team down. Like, that is... He was... He played his heart out, and just when you think... Just when you think you got him, just when you think you got him sacked in the backfield, what's he do? He scrambles out, escapes for a first down, and that's what he almost did with the entire game, but uh, Green Bay's got to, once again, keep your foot on the gas. You know, they looked great for three quarters, and then Seattle just inched back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, when they're playing at a high level, they're almost unstoppable. But you got to let them play at a high level. You got to let them keep putting their foot on the gas and don't stop 60 minutes. Something that Hall of Fame coach Bill Cower always used to preach in Pittsburgh 60 minutes. You got to play the entire game. And they're going to have to against San Francisco because San Francisco looked phenomenal. Minnesota was riding pretty high going into Levi Stadium, and San Francisco just whipped them. And I don't know if anyone's beaten San Francisco. You know me. I was saying, hey, they're not the – I don't know if they're as good as everyone says they are, but I was wrong. What else is new? I was wrong. Uh, San Francisco looks great, and they're going to be at home. I don't know. Let's get into it. Green Bay at San Francisco, NFC Championship game. I, the Coaching, once again, this is the theme of the show, good coaching. What Kyle Shanahan's doing out in San Francisco is fantastic, and you got to ride that hot hand. Uh, I'm I'm going to take San Francisco. I think I'm going to be rooting for Green Bay, just because I've always kind of liked the Packers. I uh, also want to give a shout out to Kyle from Overtime Sports Network, a big Packers fan there. But I don't know. I think I I think the smart bet is San Francisco. Uh, would you take Green Bay? I mean, if this was at Lambeau Field, I would think differently. But at San Francisco, but then again, San Francisco's never been there before. Jimmy G has never been there before. He's barely been anywhere before. So who knows? Maybe it's the pressures gets to them. The NFC championship game. They're going to be the favorites at home. That's perfect for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they the Packers lost three games and they were flying under the radar. So they like the underdog role. So maybe they play into that. I don't know. I, I'm going to put my money on San Francisco just because they look like the better team. As I'm talking to myself right now. Uh, I may be actually changing my mind. Maybe I'll take Green Bay. I let me think. Let me let me you know what? I'm gonna give you my pick in in a second. Because it's the same dilemma over in the AFC. You know, you got the hot team right now in Tennessee and you got Kansas City who is essentially a better team. Who do you take? Do you take the hot hand? Do you take the hot coach? Uh I don't know. Andy Reid's known to choke in big games. And Mike Vrabel is playing or he's coaching like he's one of the best, he learned from the best, and I, you got to kind of you got to kind of think Tennessee on the road, but Tennessee has been playing almost with house money since week fifteen. You know they've just been you know it's a win and they're in, and the next thing you know they're in an the AFC Championship game. Derrick Henry doesn't look like you can put nine in the box, and Derrick Henry looks like he's going to run through them. So Tennessee looks like the smart bet. I don't know Kansas City. Although, did you see that offense? Do you see what Kelsey did to the Texans? Uh, are you going to bet against that? I am. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the Titans in, uh, a, in a in a gross game. I think the Titans' defense is going to bottle up Kansas City for the most part. And then I think Kansas City's going to put together a little bit of a comeback and make this game interesting. And then I think Ten- Tennessee is going to hold on and that they're going to go to the super bowl who in their right mind would have said that well simon said that after week one after the titans beat the pants off of cleveland but uh yeah i'm gonna pick the titans to go to the super bowl and you know we've said this before there's been a uh a theme this year in all of sports you know you have the washington nationals the st louis blues the toronto raptors all won their first ever championship in franchise history well here we go, Titans. Here we go, Tennessee. I like Tennessee to win this game. They'll be in the Super Bowl. Who are they going to be playing? I'm going to take the Packers. I talked myself out of it. You you literally just heard myself talk talk me and myself out of this. Yeah, I like the Packers. Uh, I think they they thrive on the the over the underdog role, and um, yeah, I, I I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers uh, over. Jimmy G. That's what I'm going with. Uh San Francisco's defense plays well, but I just yeah, I'm going to take Rodgers over Garoppolo. That's that's what I'm picking and then we're going to we're going to be talking Super Bowl Green Bay Packers, Tennessee Titans. And uh you know what? I'm not going to make a pick because we'll wait until we get there. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. Uh speaking of getting there after this week we're going to have a little bit of a break. Uh so stay tuned. Make sure you are following us on Instagram and uh twitter and make sure you are following overtime sports network for all your updates and information and you know little jokes and and whatnot. Uh we'll come back to you. We'll definitely have a Super Bowl preview within the next couple weeks. Uh I'm gonna drag Simon out of his house so it'll be the both of us again and we can talk about everything that you want to talk about. Uh and, oh and, oh and by the way NFL, Roger Goodell, can you take a look at Major League Baseball and see how they are handling cheating? I mean, yeah, some people were saying the Astros aren't getting you know enough of a punishment. At least they're getting a punishment, though. God sakes. Yeah, you get caught cheating. That's what happens. NFL, are you paying attention? Are you paying attention on how to handle cheating, for God sakes? Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back within the next couple weeks with a Super Bowl preview and maybe... Maybe I can get Simon to reveal his nacho recipe, which if you don't know about, we are going to talk about it. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.